0: Hey guys, Matt and Mark here.
1: We just wanted to say before this episode begins, you should always consult your doctor before engaging in any physical activity. Especially if you have a
0: pre-existing condition that could prohibit you from fully reaping the benefits of exercise.
1: We always want you to be safe first and never aggravate a possible condition.
0: Now with that out of the way, enjoy the episode. Welcome to Fit Talk, your go-to podcast for health, fitness, and lifestyle. Episode 50,
1: Too Young to Train.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Fit Talk. I'm Matt Waugh. And I'm Marfit. And this week, we're going to tackle a question that's actually, I think, probably one of the most popular ones that we have We get a lot of people who ask us if they're old enough to start training, and more than that, if they're old enough to start taking supplements. So with a lot of our audience probably being in their teenage years and up to their early 20s, uh, I think this is going to be a very good and educational episode for everybody to hear uh, what and Mark really think about this and you can decide for yourself if it's going to be the appropriate time for you to start training. So I would say the best way to start off this episode is to tackle the big myth and that is that working out stunts your growth. Yeah, that's not true. Not at not all. True at all yeah. I've never found a study anywhere that really supports this theory. Um and so it's really hard to say where it came from because
1: I think like people just say that when you lift too too much weight and you put that on your on your on your shoulders that your spine can stop growing and that kind of stuff. That's oh, yeah. where it came from, I think, yeah. No kidding. Well, mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I've researched this. I've tried to find things like that. I really can't find where this evidence is supported. But it's something that I mean, I've heard my entire life. You know, when I was in high school, uh, I was always told about that. And for those who don't know, I'm I'm like six feet tall. But my (laughs) brothers started working out uh, much before me, right? They started when they were in high school. And I'm a fair bit taller than they are. They're like 5'9", 5'10", around there. And they sometimes thought that because in high school, I started to really grow uh, more than them because I wasn't working out at the time. They thought that it might have had something to do with working out. Personally, it's it's really just genetics. Uh, I don't think it has to do with them lifting weights at all. So... Uh, yeah, there you go. So, for those who think that it might have something to do with their growing vertically, I don't think you really have to worry about that.
1: No, and I also um, because I wanted to I know, become taller. Uh, I think like three or four months ago, so I was just searching searching stuff to I can finally reach like the the six foot. But uh, at the same time, man, I asked some doctor, I asked physician, like a lot of people, and they all told me that. Uh, you're born like that you cannot like really grow uh there's some surgery that you can do like in china i think like they just uh, cut a part of your legs and then they replace it with something oh my god uh, but yeah but it, that's the only thing i think you can do uh to grow or take like a uh, growth hormone when you're young but we don't really recommend to do that because uh, if you're not supervised by a physician it can be uh, something uh that can engrave your your health and play with your hormone a lot exactly right you don't want to be
0: messing anything up um, and mm-hmm. personally you know I think everyone wants what they can't have like for me I have been saying yeah. for the longest time how I wish that I was like 5'10 uh, around there and everyone I know who is a little bit shorter than me has always said you know no I'd rather be like 6' feet so um, everyone just I think really needs to learn to accept uh, the hand that they've been dealt because they're we all know there are certain things that you can change about yourself, but there are certainly things that you can't. And those are the things you really need to learn to uh, accept and really just kind of appreciate where you're at and you know, what you look like. And it, everyone's going to be a lot happier in the long run if they can do that. But mm-hmm. while we're on the subject of growing and like that correlation with working out, we definitely want to note that with any routine that you start, If you do too much too soon, you can experience problems. You can experience injury no matter how old you are. Like that really has no relation to whether you're in your teens or 20s or 50s. You know, it doesn't really matter. The thing is when you are uh, a little bit younger, whether you're a child or a teenager, you really shouldn't be training the same way that someone who is more experienced and say in their 20s, let's say Mark, for example, Mark and a 15-year-old are not going to train the same way. You know? no. And if uh, and Mark, as a personal trainer, if he was going to uh, train a 15-year-old and then if he also had, say, a 6 year old man, they're going to be trained in different ways. Not everyone can train the exact same way because everyone's body's different and everyone will adapt and react to certain techniques differently. So that being said, uh, Mark, what do you think would be the best way
1: to train someone in their teens? Um, I would say that you should always train more in high repetitions because it will just prevent you to injure yourself. Uh, Your body is still growing. It's not something fixed. So you don't want to put too much weight on you to injure yourself. You have more risk than someone who is uh, in his mid 20, for example. Uh, So I would do more in the 15, 20 rep range. Focus really uh, just focus a lot on the form first. Don't try to do some crazy deadlift, all that kind of stuff. Because usually when we are young, we have we want to attack everything. We just want to be strong. We want to perform. We want to be like the best that we can be. But at the same time, it can slow you down if you know yourself. So I would go more uh, just learning to work out. Seeing like this way, learning to work out, mastering the equipment, the form, the type of exercise that you can do and just learn during like a good two, three years if, for example, you start uh, in the 16. And then I will uh, probably increase more uh, like the way that you work out in terms of weights uh, when you're reaching 18, 19, 20. Uh, That's what I will uh, do more. uh, Kind of like, for example, when I was uh, playing hockey, we were working out in... It wasn't like an, a gym. It was more uh, f- like we had some stuff like to jump on box. We were running, sprinting, uh, some jump to the left, to the right. But I didn't do any exercise with weight. Not there wasn't all. any resistance training? Maybe, maybe a mid ball. We did push-ups, a body weight squat. Or uh, uh, with a mid ball, we were doing squat. But not more than that. We're just like trying to develop our cardio and... Uh, or flexibility, the way we were able to move and uh, be more stable while doing it. Exactly right. So you'll notice, guys, that the
0: training techniques that we would recommend for someone who's just starting out, say 15 or 16, um, very much akin to any beginner that we'd recommend. You know, always work on mastering the form before you start adding weight and doing things like uh, in the 15 to 20 repetitions simply because you'll be using a lighter weight and uh, your chance for injury is going to be very much decreased in that way. So like Mark said, you know, you're not going to be wanting to do big compound movements like the clean and jerk or bench press, deadlift, uh, or heavy squats. Bodyweight squats are fine, but you don't want to be carrying a huge load on your back when we know so many people, um, since these techniques are, are so very technical. So if you're doing them incorrectly, you can really injure yourself. I mean, we've all seen someone get hurt because they did a deadlift wrong or a squat Mm -hmm. wrong, you know? So that's not something you want to be risking when you're
1: first starting out. Yeah, but it's something that you need also to try, but don't load the bar. Just do it to learn the form, uh, perform, be more athletic than just a power lifter. Because even when you're like a, if you want to be a fitness model or a bodybuilder, you're not a power lifter. The goal is not to lift some 800 pounds on the deadlift. Like it's better to focus on the form, focusing on the negative part, retaining the the dumbbell or the barbell as much as you can, because this, that's that's how you grow your muscle. It's it's not just by pushing some heavy weights. Exactly. That's how that's how you sculpt your physique rather than just mm-hmm.
0: uh, increase your strength. So I would say, too, it's also probably fair to say, eh, Mark, that uh, machines probably aren't the best idea when you're starting out either because since they're on such a fixed um, range of motion – Uh, free weights are really going to be better since you'll be able to mimic a sports motion
1: right it's a lot more natural I guess it is more natural but at the same time I will not avoid all machine it's good to switch things up like we said in another episode but for sure it will help to uh, develop your stabilizer develop uh, more your the way you're able to push weight and handle it like more as if you're you were doing sport and just going on the machine and doing like a, a straight press or not having to to control anything. Yeah, exactly. So more than anything, guys, it's going to be about
0: staying safe. And uh, like we've said, mastering the motion of every single exercise that you do um, before risking loading the bar with something crazy and possibly ruining your weightlifting career before it even begins. It's okay to start out slow like this and going lighter because it's going to you're going to be doing yourself a lot more favors in the future i would say by doing this simply because uh as you grow continually uh add more weights and since you are going you're going to know the form for every single exercise it's just going to save you in the long run and not only keep you safe but also allow you to make better progression than someone who didn't do that
1: yeah and also um, I would say that it should become natural to push weight. Like, I mean, when you start, like, your, the first time that you try to do bench pressmen, it's so hard to just push straight and having like not the the plates falling apart or yeah. if you don't have like the the little stopper on it. But I mean, like, you should always try to master the way you do it to then not think about it. You're just always doing it the right way because the form is not lacking at the one to five first reps. It's lacking when you start to struggling. You try to help yourself with your lower back. You try to help yourself with another muscle. Then for example, if you're doing bench press, you will try to help yourself with your shoulders. And that's how you injure yourself. But if you learn exactly how to do it and then you master the form, then you will not think about it and you will just do it the right way and you will prevent an injury in the future.
0: Exactly right, guys. And keep in mind that more than anything, You're not going to create the gains that you want unless you're properly motivated. So whether your decision to get into working out is your own or it's based on maybe one of your parents who's kind of pushing you into something or maybe even if you play a sport and it's uh, maybe a coach who's encouraging you to do this. Keep in mind that your goals or your gains are going to be made based on you Really being enthusiastic about it. You enjoying your training, the time in the gym, and continually learning and improving in all of these areas because... I think it's safe to say that anyone who goes into uh, a program, right, if they're excited about it and they're, they work out with passion, they're going to have a lot better results than anyone who feels like they're punching a clock every single time they go into the gym, right? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I have to work out again, kind of. A- anyone who is more enthusiastic about what they're doing is going to have much better results than someone who doesn't.
1: Yeah, because they will just push more their limits. They will enjoy it. They will also create. A, I, I'm a big believer in what you think will happen, even with your body. So if you're able like, to visualize the body that you will have in two, three years, then you will get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember when I first started, I was just putting picture of the best physique that I could see myself in. You know, because like we don't, we are not made the same way, and there's some physique, and that's why I think uh, I don't know. One of my friend have a different way to see his physique because he know how he will be able to shape it the way he is built. Um, so I don't know. Just That's really good. It's it's so true that when you put picture and you, you're able just to picture yourself in someone else then you will reach it uh, just by thinking about it but for sure you need to work hard but I, I think like a, a mindset with it in the gym uh, will play a big, big role in how you progress. If you stay positive and know that you will have result, and you know that what you're doing at the moment uh, will pay off, then uh, it will pay off for
0: sure. 100%. And remember, guys, that at the same time, you need to set reasonable goals, okay? Mm-hmm. Like little small increments at first. And once you reach them, then you can you know start over and set new goals. Because if you just jump into the gym for your first time and be like, you know, in half a year, I'm going to be a fitness model. You have to realize that's probably not going to happen. And so (laughs) if you don't achieve that goal, you might feel discouraged and simply just less motivated to continue training in the first place. Maybe instead set something like, you know, I'm going to put on five or 10 pounds over the, you know, next couple of months or something like that, you know, really small goals because those are achievable. Those are realistic and it's something that you can do. And as soon as you do that, you can be like, okay, well, you know, the next thing it's going to be, uh, over the next year, maybe I want yeah. to put an inch on my arms.
1: It's it's true. We always say to people, "Don't be realistic," but at the same time, it's true to measure the result that you can have. To uh, we never say to people like set. Uh, lower expectations set something high but as sometimes something that you know that you can achieve so when you will achieve it you will be proud of yourself and will just help you to keep going it will be like kind of a tap in your back and say oh yeah man you did a good job so keep going that's the way I see it and that's uh, why I also when I set my goal like you know like the road to 185 the new series is coming Mm -hmm. on inside team fit Uh, I'm already 184 right now
0: Mm -hmm.
1: so you're right there yeah, I go like, uh, I, w- I started like about like a 178 or w- near 180, but it's just five, five pounds and then I will go to 190. So there's a lot of people who say, but you're already near the 185, why are you not aim for 195? It's just because I will go from five pounds to another five pounds to another five pounds and I will f- be there f- at some point. But at the same time, it just helped me out to keep going during the journey and know that I'm near the hand the goal. Exactly right, and we actually talked about this in
0: uh, I believe it was episode forty-seven. Aim higher, <laughs> and, oh, yeah, yeah. uh, and we talked about you know what realistic expe- expectations are, and at the same time the other ones that you need to keep in mind. You know, so yeah, you know, put on put on the five pounds, but at the same time, you know, the, the real expectation is I can do anything. Mm -hmm. So you have you have one thing that's going to motivate you, you know, forever and just continually day after day fuel the fire. And on the other hand, you also have what you know is reachable, what you know you can do uh, in the immediate future. You know, one one is uh, short term and the other one is super long term. So I think that's the best way to go about it is uh, if you can have both, you're going to be motivated to really conquer everything.
1: Yeah, it's just because you see progress and progress is everything. And for your mindset, it, it's so good progress. Because if you don't see like any progress, you you're you just discouraged and you don't want to keep going. It's, it's like that. As human, we need to progress to be happy. We need to progress to uh, see the light at the end of the tunnel or something like that. But yeah. we just need to always progress uh, in anything, in relationship, in training physical change and business and everything you need to progress to feel alive we always have an end goal that we
0: want um and we want to see these things get realized Mm because that's what motivates us to do other things so i think that's about everything for the training aspect so the other part that we are asked very frequently is about supplementation So based on certain ages, you know, can I take this or can I take that? And this is actually a pretty easy answer. So if you're, uh, actually before we jump into that though, I just wanna make a mention of saying that as always, supplements are not a necessity to see visible results. They're simply there to take you to the next level when you have a strong workout and diet plan in place certain supplements are there to really just bring you to the next level so that you can really take all of your progress a little bit higher. But before anything else, I also want to mention that you know, we've talked about in certain episodes about supplements that Mark and I both take. And uh, you'll notice one of the ones Mark takes is Test Alpha. So that's actually a testosterone booster. And we don't really recommend that for you guys if you're still in your teen years because your testosterone levels are through the roof right now. So you don't really need to be playing around with those, not to mention your I guess it's kind of a fragile ecosystem at the moment. So you wouldn't want to take anything that could really risk damaging your hormone levels and possibly preventing them from continuing to be at their natural peak.
1: Mm-hmm. That that's true. Um I'm taking this alpha, I explain it a little bit like where when we were talking with Sean, right? In this mm-hmm. yeah. What was the name of the episode? Beyond Supplements. Beyond Supplements. Oh yeah. Good name, <laughs> <laughs> um, and basically I'm taking that because I'm training really often. Um, during a while, I was training twice a day, uh, working really hard, not sleeping so well. So it was something that I'm I was really into it because it was just helped me out to be at my ultimate potential in terms of teta- testosterone. Um, and it's just helped me out to always – because it's natural. It's it's not, it's not something that will boost you over the top. It's not like a uh, – It's not a magic pill by any means. No, and it's it's totally legal. It's just something like they have herbs inside of it that help you to be at your peak performance in terms of testosterone. So that being said, it's just helped me to get the result faster, uh, to always be at my peak and always be able to perform at the gym. Uh, because I don't know if you – try that once but like training 14 times <laughs> a week it's it's really hard and uh at the same time having like a couple of, of businesses it's not and working like from i don't know at that time i was working from like five in the morning to 11 p.m so it was really really hard uh for my body but i just enjoy like this alpha It just helped me to have like a crazy palm uh feel thick be more full and uh, have a faster recovery process. 100%. That's really uh, the
0: highlight of it, I would say, for you at the time was just really making sure that you're able to recover and bounce back since you were doing so much at that time.
1: Yeah, and especially that's that's my job being a fitness model. So I need to stay in shape. I need to perform. Uh, I also need to record a lot of videos. Um, so yeah, I just need to be always at my peak performance. Exactly.
0: But for you guys who are still in your teens and uh, maybe even early twenties, uh, it's not really something you need to worry about right now. But for those people who are under 16, it's very simple. Supplement wise, I would really only recommend taking things like protein and multivitamins. And for protein, there's a couple of different options that you can choose from. But the ones that we would recommend the most are whey isolate and casein mm-hmm. and the reason is uh you'll notice different kinds of proteins uh on the market there's all kinds of them but whey isolate is the most pure form uh it's the highest quality so in terms of fillers and whatever there's not going to really be much of anything in there it's
1: very very pure and yeah. very high quality Th- there's also I the um, hydro whey I think like Optimum Nutrition make uh, one of them, but it's really, really expensive if you compare it to the Isolate one. Uh, so yeah, Isolate is, I just take that basically because whey protein, there's a little bit more dairy inside of it and more sugars. Uh, there's less protein per scoop. So it's just uh, less pure than the Isolate one. And uh, I don't know, I'm just an intolerant a little bit to uh, lactose. So it just helped me out to take the uh, Isolate one and also to have a, uh, um uh, the purest form of pro, of protein uh, per scoop so exactly right and, and casein is
0: going to be a good choice to have For people who might have uh, a little bit of problem with late night snacking, you know, uh, casein's your best friend in terms of that because it's really more known as bedtime protein uh, because it's slow digesting. It thickens in Mm -hmm. the stomach. So it's dispersed uh, very slowly throughout the time that you take it, which makes it ideal for sleep because uh, you'll be able to keep your muscles fed while you're sleeping and uh, not really have to worry about having anything else before bed that might, you know, halt your progress. Things like having more carbs, which we don't really recommend before sleep, et cetera. So uh, whey isolate and casein, those are good choices as well. And yeah, just a simple multivitamin. If you're under 16, that's really all you need. You don't need to be messing around with anything else. And uh, for those of you, if you're over 16, this is where you can really start to diversify your stack. Um, So you can take things like creatine, glutamine, and BCAAs. Uh, Those are all fine and are completely harmless. You know, we take them every single day and they're very good for you in terms of glutamine and BCAAs, fantastic supplements. Uh, And creatine, for all the guys out there who are looking to put on a little more size, Creatine's very effective and is the most proven supplement ever so (laughs) you can't really go wrong with creatine as long as you're taking
1: that in a responsible dosage yeah so. and we also we also did like an episode about creatine mixed it with caffeine i think it will be uh, useful if you check that out um the number of the episode i don't really remember it but i guess we'll just put it in the show notes so you can just listen to it and you will see that we explain creatine in details and it's it's not something that will arm yourself if you take it the right way and it's something that like like matt said is there's so much to studies on it so uh, you shouldn't worry to take creatine. If you don't have any kidney issue in your family, uh, there's nothing to worry by taking creatine five grams a day. Exactly. So we bust that myth. That's uh, episode 39,
0: just called Creatine and Caffeine. So you should go check it out. Uh, bust that, I remember this episode as well. I
1: We were busting a lot of fitness myths.
0: Yeah, that one was uh, falsified fitness. Uh, so yeah, we busted a lot of fitness myths in in this podcast. But man,
1: you remember all of them? I don't remember
0: <laughs> any of them, man. I just I maybe I just have like easy. too much in my head. The titles oh. are easy to remember. The numbers of every single episode. No, that one's harder. Like I I didn't remember that. I it's in look. the beginning,
1: like maybe around seven or eight or
0: uh, yeah, number eight. You got it. Eight. Yeah. Oh shit uh beyond supplements was number five man this is all really early stuff but yeah guys a lot of a lot of fitness myths busted on our podcast so you should check them out if you haven't a lot of useful information but yeah that's really it in terms of supplementation you guys don't really need to be messing around with uh anything else for the time being um because those supplements that we just mentioned if you're over 16 so creatine glutamine bcaa's Are gonna be perfect additions to your post workout shake. Um, So, and if this is around the time, you know, if you get around to 18 or 19, you can probably start to heavy up your weights a little bit, you know, go around 10 ish repetitions. So, uh, when you start really kind of lifting for hypertrophy at this point, these are all gonna be real good benefits uh, and welcome additions to your post workout shake, which is just gonna aid in your recovery and lead to better gains down the road. But I think that about does it for uh, this episode. So uh, I think we covered just about everything there is to know about working out and supplementation when you're a teenager. So uh, I hope you guys all enjoyed the episode. And uh, before we go, I'm just going to give a big thank you to our sponsor, Rise Gym Gear. So everyone who's listening to this, if you're looking for real high quality lifting gear from lifting straps, wrist wraps, knee wraps to everything else that you can possibly imagine, they have an awesome line of t-shirts right now and uh, an awesome accessory line that's coming as well. Um, If you guys want to check it out, it's risegymgear.com. And you can always use our discount code FITTALK to save yourself 10% on all of your orders. So go and stock up. And I guess that's it for this episode.
1: No, 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 no. It's not? We need to talk about the new logo, Fit Talk. Oh. So guys, if you want to see like the new logo, we just redesigned it. It's at fittalk.com. You can see it. Uh, send us a tweet if you like it or if you, if you don't like it. Send us just your feedback and we'll appreciate it, but I'm sure you will uh, find it really, really cool. And also a big thank you. Already 50 episodes and we have near 300,000 downloads. That's right. Or that's, listen. Oh yeah, yeah. almost 300,000. I mean, we, we reached the 300,000 because we were hosting that on... Another like Lipson just before we go on SoundCloud. So Stitcher right as well and
0: iTunes. We don't even uh yeah, this is all counting uh just SoundCloud. SoundCloud alone is about two hundred and seventy thousand plays. Just crazy. Yeah. That's nice. crazy. You guys are awesome. So, as always, <laughs> thanks for supporting this show. And yeah, it's really insane, 50 episodes already. Already,
1: and we'll have more guests in the future. I mean, we were working a lot on, on projects. We were uh, having a lot of questions also from you guys, so we wanted to tackle a lot of, a lot of them. Uh, but now we'll also bring some friends on it. Uh, we have some good friends who can bring some good information for you guys, and I'm pretty sure you will benefit from it. And it will be a fun time as well. Um, so So yeah, that's about it for for tonight, I guess. Do you have anything else to say, Matt? No, but that's
0: about it, guys. Don't worry. We know that you all missed the interview episode. So uh, it's all coming. We have some great ideas for the future of Fit Talk. And there's going to be some real cool episodes coming as well. But as always, don't forget that if you do have any more questions that you want us to answer on the show, you can always tweet at me or Mark, me at Matthew Wah mark at mark underscore fit our instagram names are the exact same as our twitter name so very easy to find just send us some questions you can email us at fittalk.com but yeah if there's anything you guys want us to tackle you know it's always a pleasure to do that for you but uh i guess that's about it for this week so as always thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time next time guys Hey guys, Matt and Mark here.
1: Oh shit! What we say? <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Do you have the thing
1: up in front of you? oh uh, Okay. <laughs> I see what you're Okay. Ready? Okay, perfect, man. Yeah. Okay. And we always want you to be fit. Holy fuck, man! I fucked up. No worries. No worries. hell. <laughs> you know. Now, with that out of the
0: way, enjoy the episode. Finally. I think I fucked up. I like bit my tongue when I said that. <laughs>